at the time, I thought it was the most popping shit ever. But I no. said, oh, it, <laughs> it's hot. Baby girl, I need that fan because I'm hot now. Welcome to episode number three of the podcast. As promised like last time, I said that it was going to be my brother. And here he is over here. Here. Uh, uh, this is Luke, or some of you guys know him as Luke with a seven. Mm-hmm. That's his rap name. And, uh, but I'm not a rapper. <laughs> but he's not a rapper. But we're going to get into it today. So I start off every single podcast. I ask you to pick three numbers from 1 to 100. And whatever three numbers you land on, you answer those questions. I have a list of 100 weird questions. Or creative questions. So three numbers. You know the first one. Huh? You know the first one. What no- oh, seven? Seven. Seven. What makes you nostalgic? Music. Music. Okay. Another number? 77. 77. What's one thing you wake up to in the middle of the night worrying about? Money. Money. Big Texas shows that one too. He said that the world's going to end. We're done for. And one more number. Mm, 23. 23. What's something you never leave home without? My chopper. <laughs> Uh, your tattoos. Good one. <laughs> mm. Cocaine Krispies. Your Air Forces. No, but your phone. Phone does, but yeah, phone. Phone. That's where I write everything. Oh yeah, you don't use pen and paper. No, no, not anymore. Not anymore. Cool. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get into this. Uh, first off, do you really not claim to be a rapper? Or is that just a joke? 100%. You do claim to be a rapper? Not at all. What do you claim to be? Uh, ever. Everybody always labeled me as that just because I started on SoundCloud. I'm 100% singer. Oh, yeah. But you do rap in your songs. I got bars. <laughs> I don't know about rap. I guess. So then what do you define rap as? What's the difference? I think it's just different from, well, I'm not very, I'm not aggressive at all. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the streets like that. I think to be a rapper, you got to be in the streets and at least something. Yeah. I'm not ghetto in any type of way. (laughs) Okay. That makes sense. Uh, Voice. So... Nobody can see any of your first music before you started, like... Not yet. Because you deleted all of it, right? No. You hit it mm-hmm. from the... I thing. put it on private. What What was your first song called? Nobody. Nobody. And looking back now, do you still do you like that song still? Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. You guys will hear him at some point. When I when I get some more attention, I'll, I'm going to put them out. Just I'll really release them for a couple of days or something just to see the progress. Are you going to re-record them, or are you just no. going to do it like that? I'm just going to put them out just how they are, just to see the see the, the growth. See the growth, yeah. They're garbage. <laughs> Jeez. What do you think that you didn't know then that you know now that could have made them better? Everything. Everything? How to sing. How to sing. 
how to record, how to pick beats, everything. <laughs> Makes sense. So when you were recording those songs, you were back in a home studio. Yeah. And now you're in a real studio. What do you? What Shout do you, out my boy Saint. What do you think was the biggest thing that you had to like change, or like was like the biggest difference that you saw going in, like the first time you're like, oh, like this is. Just the quality of it overall. The quality of everything. Nothing really changed. I've always been in. I've, every time I've been in the studio, I've been prepared. Oh yeah. So it's. Does it irritate you when people come in not prepared? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Don't hit my line for a feature if you're not going to have it done, if it's not ready. <laughs> if the feature's not done, I don't, unless we're in the studio together, I don't want to... It's, it's a lot of hassle to create something from scratch so, with somebody. If So if we're going to do a feature, you send me an open verse mm. and some bread. <laughs> everybody thinks... Oh, everybody tries to get it for free? Everyone. Everyone. There's a couple people that I, that I'm gonna that I work with for free, but if I mean, not even about no clout stuff or anything. But if you're not, I don't I don't like working with people who don't who aren't a hundred percent about it. So if you if you're doing this for fun, that's not for me. Yeah. Has there ever been a feature that you've had to scratch? Tons. <laughs> really. <laughs> they thought it was gonna be good and you had to scratch it most problems come for me with features come from engineers if you don't have a studio to actually like if you can, you don't have something to record in like a that I can get the track outs from you that I can get some type of like quality from yeah some, something that we can mix because my engineer he mixes everything so if I, if I don't if I can't get that then there's nothing we can do because I'm not going to have whoever mixed it for you, which is normally themselves, be all staticky and garbage, sound like I recorded it on my freaking Skull Candy headphones <laughs> when I'm recording in a studio. It's going to sound different. Yeah. It doesn't fit. 100%. I remember there was a guy that you were going to get a feature from in a different state. And, no. And he, he, didn't, he only had his laptop and He's, like his phone. I really wish we could have done that song, but... He wasn't able to send me that, those tracks. But so, how far is your how far is your reach right now? Do you have people from other countries? Like we have your music here, we have music there. I've had a couple people from different countries hit me up: Russia, Brazil. I saw the Philippines Singapore, the other day. Yeah, the Philippines, Canada too once. Canada, like that was a couple years ago, but I don't know if that's still thing. But all, touching every pretty much every state, I've had. At least one person from every state hit me up and say they're with me, but not too much, just like little sprinkles of people in different yeah. states. I don't have like a fan base in it anywhere other than pretty much here. Yeah. Do you get recognized here in public? Sometimes. Sometimes. Just depends. Is that weird? From what I signed up for. <laughs> you remember the, the first time you got recognized? Walmart. Walmart? Mm-hmm. How long ago was that? About um, a year. A year ago? Mm-hmm. Did you have anything out that you thought was worth being recognized for at that time? Hell no. <laughs> uh, at the time, to- oh, at the time, I thought it was the most popping shit ever. But I now. said, oh, this, <laughs> this is hot. Baby girl, I need that fan because I'm hot now. Hell no, that shit was <laughs> garbage. But people liked it. Kept practicing. Well, I had the, I had a bass. I can sing. So I have the, 
I have the bass sound. I just had to find it. Yeah. So what do you think about people that like, about people that like want it, they try to do music, but they can't sing. But like they can write. Go they to can Saint. Get mixed. <laughs> Go to Saint. Much get, get your Saint. Make tune. anybody sound great. I always think that's really tough. <laughs> if you get asked to do it live, Let's cross see. your fingers and hope you don't suck. Because... <laughs> <laughs> but so you get you right. You've had like two concerts now. One sort of. one was just like a friend group mosh pit thing. I'm not really gonna count either one of them, but <laughs> they're both very unprofessional, just thrown together concerts. But yeah, I've had two shows, but I'm not gonna count them. I'll count the last one just because people you didn't know. There's people showed up, so yeah. it was cool. But that one. Didn't go as you planned. Oh no, that was the worst. They cut your show time? They cut my set. Our equipment <laughs> didn't work on on the stage on the adapter they had, so I wasn't able to even play my background track. So I just acapella the whole song. <laughs> it was pretty terrible, honestly. But all the people were out there supporting me and stuff. Bought tickets, made a little bit of cash money, so it was good. There was a there was a time like maybe like four months ago or something like that. Me and Alexis, uh, we I, we actually like contacted the guy that that the manager of the uh, Paper Tiger. No no no. Um, the the bigger one. What's the venue? The Aztec. The Aztec. Yeah, we got we got in contact with him and we had a meeting with him because mm-hmm. we were gonna plan a concert there for you. <laughs> and we had a meeting with him, and Saints he was, got contacts with him too. He was gonna cater everything, and he was gonna like get food catered there, out there, and all that stuff like that. But then he wanted to charge us like ten thousand five hundred dollars. No, it's a full venue. <laughs> you have to, you make your money back. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, once you get that, once I get that type of money, I'm oh yeah, I'm blowing it on venues. Yeah. Because you're gonna make your money back. Yeah. Some sell the tickets for fifteen dollars at the least. Yeah. Get some bigger acts to be there yeah but then he but he good. said something like he was he said like it was gonna be like ten thousand dollars for like five thousand seats i was like if everybody pays i get they'd have to pay at least two dollars to make everything back for a ticket but yeah. tickets are 10, 15, 15 10 15 dollars yeah. minimum so yeah if you sold them from five you'd make and if not i'll just buy the rest myself <laughs> <laughs> you'd buy out your own show mm-hmm. and then when there's nobody in those seats I'm turning up alone. Do you prefer to have people up on stage with you when you're on concert? I don't concert? know yet. Because last time uh, you had some people. Last, peop- last time I did, but that was just so chaotic, terrible that I don't, I don't even, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. But I don't have a lot of people around me in the first place, so I don't. Yeah. A lot of your songs are about that anyways, too. Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of weird. I got a couple people that should be up there, but... Watch their moves like cable. Hmm. Watch their moves like cable. Exactly. <laughs> um, if you had to pick like one of your lines out of any of your songs, what do you think is your best line? We talk about this all the time, but I a think phrase it's a phrase or a line. Anything, just like something you said in a song that like like you think is your best writing. Why you gotta get bit to know you fucking with a snake hoe? Why you act so real with them and they still treat you fake though? Try to piece together back a part of them like Legos. Hardest thing to do is fix the heart you didn't break, though. Yeah, that's, that's your hardest one. 
Yeah. I think so. That shit. I thought it was the one about. Me away when I wrote that. I thought it was the one about Andy. Really? That one was hard. That was a. That whole song was written in five minutes. Really? Mm-hmm. I think that's one of my favorite ones. He just dropped an album, by the way. If you didn't know, that's where that's where that line comes from. Yeah. Um. Where can they find that, by the way? If they want to find your album. Everywhere. Everywhere. Type in a seven. Type in UKE. It's popping up. Scratches on my soul. Scratches on my soul. Which one of the songs on there do you think is your best? How I feel. How I feel? Yeah, I like that. That's the Andy one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that line, that, that song is just full of greatness. Yeah. Bars, melodies, out the asshole. Just <laughs> everything. That should be the name of your next song. Melodies out the asshole coming soon. <laughs> out everywhere. <laughs> Um, do you have a vault? I know a lot of artists have like a vault with like stuff like they don't had ever. Uh, I had a stupid huge vault just when I used to be recording in the home studio. And then once I switched over to Saints, I kind of just scratched everything that I've done pretty much. It started fresh just because the, I want to say the second song I did at Saints is when I found my sound. So I was like, I'm scratching everything I've done before this, and we're going to go with this. Is that song out? Yeah, Prisoner of My Mind. Prisoner of My Mind. That's from your Lionheart EP. EP thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that was it for her. Um, so what? What do you have any advice for anybody that wants to switch from a home studio to a more professional studio? Like when they know that, when they should know they're ready? Be about your money. Oh, you yeah. can't. You have to be serious. Depend. I mean, depends on who you work with. I've only. This is the first. Or well, I went to one studio in California, but this is the first studio that I've consistently gone to. So I don't really know how other people work too much, but you have to come prepare, because most of the time you're buying studio time, so you're buying blocks. You can't just come in there dicking yeah. around. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Get nothing done. Yeah. Um, I know, like on your on a lot of your old songs, you used to say that, uh, like you would you would write them when you were off of different substances. Mm-hmm. Was there any of them that you thought was like that, like actually improved you, or do you think it was all just dumb now? Dear Mama, that's a song I got out. I've been was done about a year and a half ago. I rewrote it. I rewrote it again, I rewrote it again, I rewrote it again. <laughs> I rewrote I wrote the song six times. Deleted everything except the chorus and rewrote everything. All three verses, well, two verses, and then I added a third verse this last time when I was off the lean. That one was off lean? Yep. Yeah. And that just, that yeah. opened it. I don't know how, I don't know how it got me past that block, but it let me say everything I needed to say. Is that a reference to Tupac? What? Dear Mama? It can be. It wasn't intentional, but... Hmm. <laughs> I like pop. Yeah. Were there, were there any uh, substances or drugs or whatever that like you thought like hindered you? That you were like, I can't write on that ever again? Mm. I'm a heavy... Anybody that knows me knows I'm a heavy smoker, but... I can't do dabs. <laughs> dabs get me too 
retarded. I can't. There, I need to set me aside a whole eight-hour block of time that I'm not doing nothing <laughs> for a dab, so I can just lay there and wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> and you've tried to write off that before? I can't do it. Oh. Can't even think. <laughs> I don't mess with those. I don't mess with dabs at all. I don't mess with any hard stuff. I, I don't do no drugs anymore. Only thing I do is smoke. Uh, so, uh, a lot of your songs have, like, references to, like, situations and stuff like that and, like, rough stuff. People ask me all the time, like, are those situations real? Like, did he, like, did he really do that or did that really happen? Or is it, like, just him writing, like, for fun? What do you have to say to those? No capping in me, so I ain't wearing starter. <laughs> Fuck is you talking about? <laughs> That's all real? Of course. Everything. I say it in the, I say that in the songs too. Everything I've ever said, I swear to God that I've lived. You think your music would be completely different if you didn't go through any of that? I used to complain that I didn't have enough material to write about because I hadn't been through too much. But that all changed. <laughs> Never have writer's block again? It wasn't writer's block. I just never picked up a pen before to write. I used to write poetry, but I never really wrote a song until I turned 17. Oh, yeah. So, yes, those experiences are real. Every one of them. And if they're not about me personally, I say that in the song. Do you think if you could do it again, you would not go through those situations, or do you think you'd go through them because it? That's the only reason I have the music I have today. So I do. I would, hell no, I would not do it all again. Worst times of my life, but it's the reason I am making bangers every day, knocking them out. Do you write every day? Every day. Every day. Every day. If it was just a couple lines. Course, I'm not very good at writing just a couple things at once. I, if I'm gonna, one line will pop into my head. I'm gonna sit down and write a song. Have you ever like been listening to the radio or something, and you hear a song that someone has that sounds like one that you were writing or something that you had in your head, and you're like, I had to scratch a couple of them. <laughs> Ooh, got on my neck like a Florida boy. Shout out, Melly. One of the best, of course. And you had that same melody? Damn near exact. <laughs> Does that make you feel this, like you could have disappointed, like you could have blown up? If you oh, no, that motivates me. That means I'm writing stuff that could that blows. It means you're on the right track? Yeah. Uh, have you had any beefs yet with anybody? Has anybody, like... Not since... I don't even start... I don't count my music career before... Same. Yeah, before hopping in that in the studio, studio because that's when I started getting more attention. That's when I learned how to promote. That's when I learned marketing. That's when I learned yeah all this shit is taking it to a different level. You get people in your DMs trying to beef with you or anything? Not beef with me. Nobody. Not really any. I keep. I try and keep my music either about just what I've been through or pot. It, positive honestly so i'm not really i don't got problems with anybody that i know of if we do fuck you <laughs> do people try and like call you out or anything in your dms like 
Oh, people really talk shit all the time. Like I get stupid hate for some reason. <laughs> people are, they always, artists always said that, that you get way more hate than you get love, but I got nothing but love for the first two years, and now all the hate's coming, so I was like, <laughs> all right, that's good. To, that's good to me. What do you think is, like, the most essential part of a song? Like, you can't, like write a song if you don't know how to write this part of it like the mel- like the melody the chorus the need a beat you start with the beat or do you start writing first I freestyle every course I have in the studio you just go no, out just when I'm writing I, what I do is I just put it on put on my phone put on a laptop with the beat on it and record first thing that comes to my mind hmm. have you ever had to freestyle in the studio though yeah a couple times yeah. Fell in love, I rewrote in the studio while we were, as I was recording it, just line by line because I forgot the melody to it <laughs> that I originally wrote to it. So You think it's better now with the new melody? I don't know, that would have been a straight to the top. <laughs> I have a lot of songs, a lot of songs that I have out, I've rewrote with different melodies because I forget them in the studio. That's why I always, that's why I... That's the only downside about having to go to a studio and not having a home studio. You can't record right away? Yeah. If I have an idea, it's, I either have to record it or it's gone. Yeah. Um, which song on your album took you the longest? You, you said uh, How I Feel took like five minutes to write. Yeah, I found that beat. I said, this is going to be a banger. I don't know. They're all re- written pretty quick, honestly. I think the only one that took... Oh, no. Fuck, no. So, Stand Alone is the one that that dude from California was going to hop on that you were talking about. And Zay's on it now, right? No. I, I tried to get Zay on it, too, but every, every feature I tried to get on it, it was, just, it was just hard to link up with them. But I got Young Tito on it out in New Orleans. Uh, that took a full year, almost about like nine, ten months to get. I wrote that song <laughs> long ass time ago. Zay is on the album though, right? Yeah, Zay's on Long Way Up. Yeah. Cartier Zay, he's booming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seventeen-year-old legend. He's seventeen. Yeah. And you're twenty. Mm-hmm. How old, how old were you when Nobody came out? 17. 17. So, you, did, you didn't, like, start out, like, going after music, right? Mom had to force you into choir? Oh, I've always loved music. I knew I was going to do music in as, as some type of way. I just didn't. I did, yeah, she forced me to be in choir. You think that sure. helped at all? It's the reason I am. <laughs> the reason I can sing how I can. Yeah. I was 100% forced into it, though. But I've been singing since I was... My first memory is me singing is a song. But... I never really tried. I never trained my voice until I was 16, 17 years old. 
Yeah, you had the vocal coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ariana Arena. Did she did she ever tell you any like that you were special or anything? All the time. Really? Mm-hmm. Did that help not you? Not a lot of she said not a lot of people can sing naturally how I could. That just motivated me. Yeah. To go. I had stupid, stupid, stupid stage fright for years. Years, years, years and years. Uh that, that just helped me get over it. What was the first one you performed on stage? <laughs> I did a... Well, like, first thing I've ever sang on stage? Yeah. Oh. I solo. Was, I did some a Christmas concert for the choir. Oh, uh, yeah. I did a solo. My mom, my mom never seen me sing on stage before, so I had told them to keep me off of the... Um, pamphlet. The pamphlet saying that... I was gonna sing or whatever, so I could surprise her or whatever. And they put you on anyways. Yeah, they screwed up with that. But and what did you sing? Hit that Bieber, of course. <laughs> Bieber, yes, sir. You think looking back, you think you were good? That performance was good. I don't know. That was the worst performance of my life, but <laughs> it was the first one that I realized I wasn't gonna die if I <laughs> sang in front of people. So it was, it was good. I passed out after. Right after walking off stage. <laughs> Good times. So, yeah. What advice would you give to people that do struggle with stage fright? Nothing. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Just walk there's out not, there. Uh, there's not really any, none of this. I'll picture them naked. I'll picture them in their underwears with some freaking hearts and leprechauns on it. No. <laughs> and just, you just do it. But did you, you did, have, did you have stage fright again after that? Oh, yeah. I didn't start not having stage fright until this la- this last show that I did, just because people were paying to see me, which was cool. Yeah. I really broke this person. <laughs> what would be like your dream venue to perform at? Is there one that you like? You say like I want to sell that out one day. The Red Rock Amphitheater would be insane. That'd be crazy. Red Rock. House of Blues is cool. In Dallas? Dallas, Houston. Anyway. Yeah. The Staples Center would be ridiculous. Madison Square Garden? Madison. Of course, everybody wants to touch there, but... And what... Is there... Do you plan on moving from San Antonio to a different city? I don't know. I did. All the time. I, I was trying to get out of here and get out of here get out of here, but... This is literally where my fan base is. <laughs> yeah. So I have to max it out here first before I go anywhere else. Do you have any ideas of where you would want to go? Not at the moment. I used to want to go back to Cali all the time, but I don't know. If I got enough money, I'll probably just, I would I would like to stay out here because I'm just where I'm comfortable now. Yeah. Um, you're, all, you're also a big advocate for tattoos, right? Oh, yeah. You love tattoos. What? That one on your arm was your first one? Mm-hmm. For music? Yep. I'm on the microphone with the roses. Yeah. Um, how many tattoos do you have right now? Three, four? Five. 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 Yeah. And you want you want to have your body covered, right? You said oh, yeah. You want to... By the end of the year, I want to be covered. And what what's the reasoning for that? You just like the way they look? They're lit. <laughs> it's art. 
And is each tattoo going to have a meaning, or are you going to do oh, yeah. like... Yeah. You can't be out here getting permanently inked on your body for life. <laughs> I mean, I'm the worst person to say that. I got big-ass seven on my back, but that has the deepest meaning out of everything. Did it look like that when you got it the first time? Nope. <laughs> first time I got it was rough. <laughs> I was... Just turned 18 years old. Mm. It was like at 2 in the morning. 2, 3 in the morning. From some unlicensed shop dude. And he went to jail after it, right? I don't know about jail, but he definitely lost his license. (laughs) (laughs) He don't work at that shop no more. Um... Do you have any tattoos coming in anytime, like, real soon? I don't know. I have everything planned out. I just need to pull the trigger on stuff. Yeah. Do you think you have a catchphrase? Like, nah. No? You don't think that there's anything, like, that would be on a shirt or anything? Zoo-wee mama. <laughs> that's, your, that's your catchphrase? No. Um, not nothing been given? That's not a catchphrase. That's just a brand. Yeah. I don't think so. No. You did start, you, you've made a hoodie, right? Yeah, one. Yeah, you promoted that, I saw that. Uh, That's going to be the design for the brand, but I'm waiting on that. Do you, do you know anybody, like, personally that has blown up so far? Or are you, you going to be the first? I know a couple people that are already popping. I know... Uh, I know a couple people. Yeah. They're, I'm not going to be the first out of San Antonio, that's for sure. But I got, we already know Nanks. Yeah. He blew, went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He's out there doing his thing. Um, hella sketchy, rest in peace. Uh, that was my dog. He You have a line blew. about him. I'm in your songs. Bunch of lines about him. Oh, yeah. He blew. He's the reason I wear Skechers. <laughs> he blew. He went crazy. Passed away at a young age. Do you have like a dream collab? Like anybody you like that you have a goal to have on one of your songs? Like a, like a feature or you to feature on one of theirs? Quando Rondo. Quando Rondo. Yep. Not young boy anymore? No, oh, young boy. Fantastic, but I don't think. I think my music's a little too soft for him. I think you could do something with Post Malone. That'd be amazing. I've seen him in concert, actually. Post is fantastic. Did you hear his new song? With... I forgot who Talk it was with, Lee. but yeah, yeah. I saw it. It was alright. It was pretty good. Great! <laughs> yeah. Is there like a oops? Is there like a like a main purchase that you like know you're gonna make when you when you start making like mad money? 
Mm. Want to put my mom in a house? Oh, yeah. For sure. Everyone wants to do that, I think, though. Yeah. Is there, like, a specific car you want or anything? Nah, not at the moment. Not a feature you would buy? Oh, features, for sure. <laughs> That's what it's going to be going to. Wouldn't buy yourself a house? Of course. Because I'm not, like... I'm just worried about getting there right now. Yeah. You said that you found your style the second time in the studio? Right My in, sound? Your sound in the, in the Presswell studio the second time? Uh, do you have advice for anybody trying to find their style? Like, what, like, what, like, I have what no made clue. you find it? It just happened? It just happened. Hmm. You'll know. You know when it happens, but I have no clue how it happened. Did Saint know too? Oh, yeah. Everybody. Everybody in the stu- that was in there with me was like, you just found your sound. What is what does that mean? Your sound, like your vibe, like how you sound on the music. I do a lot of background vocals and choir stuff, and that's incorporated a lot into it. That was the first time I did that, but punch-ins and just a bunch of different stuff. You can tell. You you can tell when you hear my voice. Sounds oh. different yeah. than everybody else. Others, yeah. So uh, I remember, I remember you saying a lot that you did not like SoundCloud when you were on it. Not that I don't like SoundCloud, I just don't like the rap with it. Oh, the stigma. Yeah. Shit's annoying. The stigma. Are you a SoundCloud rapper? Are you a SoundCloud rapper? Yeah. <laughs> no. You're just on it because it was free. Yeah. <laughs> um. You would, would you ever just rather went straight to Apple Music? No. No? No. Then I needed I needed SoundCloud to figure everything out. It's, it's a great platform. I just don't like the stigma behind it. Do you, you think there's people that like contribute to that stigma? Like people that are just on SoundCloud for just like shits and giggles? Just trolling purpose? Yeah. Yeah. Or just like just to... Just because everybody's doing music. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. oh, yeah. There's not for everybody. <laughs> and I stress that enough. Do you have people, do you ever have people like send you their music and ask you to like listen to their music or anything like yeah. that? Yeah, every day. I listen to anything you send me, I'm going to listen to. Whether I promote it or not depends on how I actually. How I feel about it. Is there? Is there? Do you tell them if you don't like it? I don't ever tell someone that I don't like it just because I know how personal music is to people. But I do give people constructive criticism. Yeah. All the time. Do you have people send you videos of them singing their your songs? Every once in a while. <laughs> is there anybody that sends you like, like? That you, that you don't think it does your music justice, you're like. Every once in a while. <laughs> I could have stood not to hear that. <laughs> Every once in a while. But, like I said, any support is. At least they like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you can't sing. Just. You don't have to be able to sing it. But if you feel it, that's good. Yeah. You think you have more reach on your Twitter or your Instagram? I was. Twitter was going up, and then I just killed it i stopped 
I stopped posting on Twitter completely, pretty much, and switched over to Instagram. Now Instagram's going up. What do you think? What do you think is the difference? Like, what do you think? Twitter is 15 minutes of fame. Twitter is just Instagram. You can build your fan base and just actually talk to people. It's easier. Oh yeah. You you, you said you get people asking for handouts all the time in your DMs. Like I'm fucking rich or something. <laughs> I don't got no type of money like that. And people still, I don't know. I guess they think if you're doing music, well, people ask you for straight money all the time. <laughs> all the time, people I haven't talked to in years. <laughs> I said, well, I'll let you know when I can buy that, and then we'll talk. But yeah, no, it's that's weird to me. That's real weird to me. Yeah, yeah. People like message you and be like, "Like you, you're gonna take me to the top, right? Or you're not gonna forget about me, right?" All the time. <laughs> and I've told everybody. There's a. I have a list. There's a certain few that I'm gonna keep around me. I'm not gonna be a dick. I'll, I'll talk. I'll still talk to anybody. Like anybody I knew. We're still friends. But that don't mean I have to make you rich. That don't mean I have to bring you around and keep you around that circle. Yeah. Hmm. You think it's important to keep your circle small? Oh yeah. Now. <laughs> I didn't. I wanted as many friends as I could have had. I had friends, 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 and knew everybody in the whole fucking world. And then I don't trust nobody now. <laughs> and you, yeah. You think that there would be people that would stab you in the back if you took them with you? Yeah. That's why I don't... Unless they're, like, you're very in your circle, circle, you never, ever tell somebody you're going to take them with you. Because when you blow, they're going to hold you to that. For sure. Yeah. There's no... And I don't want to take you with me. Like, I had to do this shit myself. I had to do... I had to put in all the work. Why can't you? Yeah. You think those people are rude that take no one? Like they just leave everyone behind? It depends on the circumstances. A year ago, I would have took everybody in my freaking biology class. <laughs> now, I can count the people on one hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's circumstance too. Like, there's some people that, that just like, you just like, abandon everybody for no reason. Just because mm-hmm. they... They're too good for them or whatever. Yeah. I think that's rude. Oh, yeah. But there's... Mm. I'm not in the industry industry, so I can't I can't even really speak on it. I haven't done it. But... Yeah, I don't... I don't plan on taking too many people. Yeah. And even the people I'm taking, I'm not... It's not... That doesn't mean I'm taking care of everybody, paying for everything, like... Buying you cribs, buying you all kinds of stuff. Like, that just means. I I only want to bring people with me that have supported me from. Not day one, because I think that shit was garbage. So, I have, people have a right to not have supported that. But once I got very serious about it, and I've seen people that have been genuinely supportive, and I've seen people that have been supportive and then asked me for shit right after. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? 
in your DMs yet or like whatever did people do you ever do you, have you gotten people like ask you to mix your songs or like produce your songs or anything like that oh yeah I have engineers and producers that hit me up all the time I don't record nowhere but saints <laughs> producers I work with any producer if I like your beats I like your beats saints the only one touching my voice mm. you think it's gonna be that way for the rest of your journey as long as I can as long as you can how did you find Saint in the first place? I was at some kickback. I've seen him. I've seen him all over the place, all just all over artist work and stuff. But I was still recording at the home studio. But I was in between. Well, it was just after all kinds of shit happened. So I was in between the studio. I wasn't really making. I was writing like crazy, but I wasn't making any music. And someone at the party had told me that Saint. So just told me about Saint and said he could link me up with him. I don't know if he did, but I just hit him in his DM saying, and I said, what's up? Let's get some work going. And it took a couple months to get actually in the studio, lay down with him, but I did it. Did you know from the first time you went in the studio with him? Oh, yeah, he's professional as fuck, and he's just... He's the best I've worked with so far. He just He knows what he's doing. He, I can I can do a, a good amount of stuff, but he can do it in record time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's cool. I like working with him because it's more of a collab. Every time we're in the studio, he adds shit, I add shit, and it just yeah, make, yeah, and just comes out crazy. Yeah, his studio is cool. Oh yeah, it's like a shed, <laughs> but it's not. It's that's crazy. You think you'd ever? Build a studio like on your property when you blow up? No. No? I can't use it. <laughs> I mean, I can record myself, but I can't mix and master. And if I record something, I want it done there. Yeah. But you wouldn't have a studio like you were talking about earlier just for the purpose of being able to record? Oh, yeah. Work? Just to talk. Like, I just need a mic and a laptop for that. What, what advice would you have to anybody that, like, feels like, like they have writer's block or they're like, they're, that they're like, stuck in the same loop or not going anywhere I I haven't really had too much since I started writing since I actually started writing and I haven't had too much writer's block it's not it's too much for me to sit down and write a song what about people that just like are are like scared that they're not going to make it or they're just you're not going to if you don't take the chance that's one hundred percent sure. Yeah, I've had I've had uh, people tell me like even just about camera stuff or just like in general like when I worked at the camera store like people that were like professional photographers like mm-hmm. magazine shooters and stuff would come in and they'd tell me they'd be like even like just besides photography like like the big like you won't you won't make it unless you think you're gonna make it. Like, yeah. And a lot of them would tell me just fake it till you make it like just but even again, if again people don't tell you this. Shit is not for everybody. Yeah. Like they say, like just fake it till you make it. Like just even if like you like you don't think like 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 even if you like you're not big. Like you have like like I have like like if you have like two hundred followers or something like like just go in there and pretend like you're like like you're a professional photographer. Yeah. Like, you know what you're doing. Like you do this all the time. Even if like because you do first yeah. But even if it's like your first shoot in months, like just your image to people. The image is 90% of it. Yeah. 
I think one of and that's why I don't like a lot of people, a lot of rappers, because I know a lot of them in real life. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the best advice anyone's ever given me at that store was they said, uh, they told me, they said, if you, they said, it's a, people always complain about like not liking their work or like that their work stinks or whatever. And he said, uh, he told me, if you never failed at what, if you never failed at what you loved or what you, what you were doing, you would never get any better. Yeah. If you'd be just doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's one of the best advice I've ever gotten. That's and that true. could apply to everything. Like if, like one of your, if one of, none of your songs ever flopped, like you would never, there would never be another bar to reach. Yeah. yeah. I mean, still to this day, every song I've, technically, every song I've made is flopped. Like, I get good, I get feedback, of course, good feedback from everybody that fucks with me, but there's a whole billion, couple billion other people that don't, never heard my name. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. It just all depends on how you look at it. What's your biggest song so far? What's gotten the most views? I deleted it. Facts. Yep. <laughs> You're going to redo that one, you think? I don't know. Should they look out for that? Not anytime soon. Do people ask you to redo that one? Every day. Really? <laughs> Every day. Bro, bro, when are you putting facts back up? <laughs> Can't do it. Not at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Is it is it different writing now? Like that you have like, like not not that you're not like just like into parties and just like doing whatever. Like have no cares about anything. Like you have a girlfriend. You have like, like you live at home. Like all this stuff. I'm not wilding out. Yeah. Like you have it's to. It's not easier. It's just. I'm a lot more focused now. Do you ever have like songs that you go to play the studio and you're like, I can't say that anymore? Oh yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's why I scratched everything. I have like 340 songs that I've written and I've scratched. I, I have like four that I want to <laughs> record out of them. Dang, that's a lot. Have you ever like accidentally deleted a song that you were working on or something? Mm -hmm. Were you able to get it back? Nope. <laughs> you forgot everything about it uh -huh. I remember you told me a story when you were working at the home office one time that you guys were too high and he, the producer deleted everything oh and I <laughs> he got it locked when he got the he locked our account uh, on Logic as a program <laughs> to record with it says all of our songs were gone <laughs> all of them we got those back Later on, but a couple of days later, but <laughs> everything gone. <laughs> Gosh. That was the first time I. That was the first time I almost gave up. I was like, "Fuck this!" Dude. Like, <laughs> we just because we would sit in the studio and just record hours, 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 just record and record and record and record all night, all day. We had tons and tons and tons of songs. They were gone. <laughs> In an instant. Oh. Oh, that one. Oh, that one.
were there times like that like people like at home or whatever like thought you were like you were out just partying partying or doing whatever you were just like just recording like the entire night <laughs> oh yeah that's where I was <laughs> so you were partying a lot, a lot less than people thought not a lot less than people thought it depends on what time frame you're talking yeah last year's when I was going stupid I was getting hammered slammed every day but people probably do not do that people used to say you had like one of the best alcohol tolerances people would come up to me all the time and be like he drank more than anyone there pardon I'm not allowed to touch alcohol. I'm 20 <laughs> years old and a recovering alcoholic. <laughs> the worst place to be. <laughs> uh, you think that you'd be in a different place without the alcohol? Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it... It don't fix nothing, but it helped me get through a lot of shit that... Like I said, time gonna heal me to the pain, but still don't fix none. It just gave me, just pushed me through everything. Yeah. The time of it, I, I didn't deal with none of it because I was drunk as hell, but <laughs> it got me through the time at least. <laughs> yeah. That and the marijuana. No, I don't know. That just took I'm, your... That's just part of my life. I don't, I don't <laughs> even count that. <laughs> You don't even count that. Um, you think that it should be legal? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think there's certain people. I have a couple friends that I think certain people need to be medicated. Really? Mm-hmm. But, it, again, it's not for everyone. I'm not going to bash you for saying anything about it. I don't care what you think. But... Big Texas was saying he thinks they should do therapy session with therapy sessions with certain drugs That'd like that. Fantastic. Like you said, like microdose on on shrooms or something, and just sit there with a the therapist and. Like, I'd open a lot. Or like, smoke a cone with your therapist. Pop you a Molly and go to therapy. It would be. Have you ever written a song off Molly? Uh, I did my song with Zay off Molly. On no, the, on the album? No, no, no. Uh, different Zay. Oh. DBM Scout. Oh, Colorado Zay. Yeah, yeah. Sonic Zay. Super Sonic Zay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Bring back Mob. Shout out, man. Did that turn out good? That song? Oh yeah, it was banger. Yeah. I still have that probably. Oh. I have a couple. Of them. Was that the one? I think I know which one you're talking about. I had timeless with him. One with me, him. I have a couple songs with him. Have you ever had any of like your friends or anything like, like try to rap with you or something like try, like ask you for a feature or something? And then you, it's like, no, you're not. You, I you people, can't rap. <laughs> I tell people no for features all the time. I don't care who you are. You're. It's, I don't. You could be bigger than me. You could be offering me money. If the music's not there, I'm not doing it. Has it has it ever been the other way around? Like you hear someone like one of your friends is like, mm, like how many are singing? And you're like, dude. <laughs> um, Tristan St. Clair. It was what song was that? 
Zay was unstoppable. On right? What? He had a song with him and Zay, right? No. Unstoppable. Yeah, that did. was the old ass song I did. I was sitting. I was just gonna freestyle the whole thing, and Tristan was sitting on the bed, and he started humming to the beat. I said, "Hmm, that's pretty clean." <laughs> did he believe you? I took it. Oh, you took his. <laughs> I mean, I made it my own, of course. But yeah, I took the melody. I took the little melody he did. He was singing like three or four notes. I don't even know how the song goes anymore. But yeah, he gave me that. That was then. I just wrote a whole song off of like a couple notes. So you start. You you start with the the chorus when you write, like just a yeah. one main line. Anything I say first is gonna be the chorus. Have you have you ever had a song that like that you well I know you have but like that's been just like rewritten and rewritten and rewritten and rewritten and it's like a completely different song by the time it's released. Mm-hmm. Bunch of them. You did that with Blueprint, right? Blue oh Blueprint crazy. Blueprint yeah. went like through so many. Yeah, I recorded Blueprint. Blueprint was originally called Pearl Harbor. It was just a completely different beat, sort of the same flow. But that took me a full, like, six months to find this beat that I put it on eventually. And then I heard it and I said, oh, that's the same melody. I'm taking it and rewriting it. I rewrote the whole thing. Just in the same flow as the chorus of Pearl Harbor. And then called up saying. Yeah. Do you think anybody could sing, like, just with, like, Vocal lessons? No. no you you have to have the talent? Somewhat. Or I drive. mean, you can, anybody can learn how to sing, but to sound good. To know what to do with it? Yeah. yeah. You have to have some sort of natural something. Yeah, we've known people that know how to sing, but can't sing. Oh, yeah. If you, can, if you know how to sing, you can teach how to sing. Yeah. But it's eh, 50-50. I'm not a vocal coach, so I'm not. You never get into vocal coaching, you think? Uh, probably not. You never put on your Instagram. I don't sing. Pro- I don't. I don't really sing pro- the proper way. Maybe a giveaway. I'll I sing. How to enter my giveaway when you blow up? One free vocal lesson. <laughs> I, don't I don't think I could teach someone how to sing. I can give you tips and pointers on how to shape your mouth and stuff, what to do to make it sound better but or sound fuller but I, I can't teach you how to sing yeah you have a music video out right yep only one yep you have more coming hopefully did you like that video at first great I mean, it was a good video it's great for, good for my first one yeah I think I definitely could have been better in it but I didn't that's my first video I don't know what I was doing you know what song is gonna be next Not allowed to say that yet. But you know what it is? Yeah. yeah. You know when they can ex- expect that? Not a date, but soon. The next month or so? Hmm. Is it I, haven't even sh- I haven't shot the video for it, so I don't know yet. Is it really the same guy? No. No. Not for this one. Did you like Tattoo Man Floyd's video? The way he just dropped? Yeah. I haven't seen the full thing yet. I, I watched it. It was pretty good. I don't understand or don't understand. Yeah. 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 
I saw the snippet of it. It was pretty good. Yeah. That's who's shooting the next one. Oh, yeah. Albert. Albert, yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a good voice. Albert? No, or Floyd. Floyd. <laughs> Floyd. Yeah, Floyd can sing his ass Floyd, off. Yeah. I remember I, I was sitting in the studio when he came in, and he was just just started belting out and I was like oh my gosh yeah, Floyd can sing and he knew exactly what to do with all the studio stuff too mm-hmm. like turn that up move that that way do that I was like oh my gosh this man knows what he's doing and he's been in it for a while he's who's been I don't know if he's been teaching it but he's been guiding guiding Zay a lot mm. yeah you think you do a feature with him Floyd? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you guys could probably kill something. I just haven't had the time yet. Do you ever write anything, like, specifically tailored for a feature with someone specific? No. Not anymore. Not anymore. No? I used to write based off of a certain style, but that was before I found what I like to do. So now you basically you're just like I'm writing what I'm writing and you fit into it. Yep. Don't. The only time I I put somebody on my songs is if I'm if I'm gonna do a feature it's gonna be for you. I'm not I don't put most people on my songs. I have what 35 songs out. I have two features. Yeah. I'm not. It's just because. Hmm. I, I like writing full songs. I have a lot to say, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to say it all. But the only reason I don't do a full song is if I write like a first verse and a chorus, and then I don't have nothing else to say. Yeah. Uh, everybody saw that you were you were promoting a song for uh, everything that's going on with Black Lives Matter and all that stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be your opportunity? Can they expect that? Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow? Yep. Well, so it'll be out by the time you guys watch this then already. So y'all would have already heard that. Torn inside. Torn inside. Have you ever cried while you were writing a song? Yep. Or recording? Yep. Not recording. Well, recording, yeah, but not... Not in Saints? Yeah, not in Saints, for sure. Did you leave the sniffles in the final edit? Yep. (laughs) Not those. Not Not like bawling cry, (laughs) nothing like that, but just... Tear it up. Mm Mm-hmm. Which one do you think? What song do you think was the hardest to write? Dear Mama was pretty rough. Larry de Chanel was. Oh yeah. Rough. That situation was probably one of your hardest songs. That was crazy, for sure. Yeah, probably that one. <laughs> that's probably the yeah, that was probably the hardest to write. Yeah. I rewrote that twice too. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Letter to Chanel was that was a rough time. <laughs> oh yeah. What do you think is like the big? What do you think is like the biggest lesson from like all oh, from Letter to Chanel from Chester Stone, uh, Ken Nabel, like from all those situations? Like, if you had to phrase it in one sentence. I don't trust nobody. Don't trust nobody? 
You heard it here. <laughs> That's my own standpoint on it. I just don't. Mm, that's not. One thousand likes on this video, and I'll get that tatted on me. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Don't trust no one. So your album is out everywhere. Scratches on my soul. Just search up Seven UKE. Yep. Or Scratches on my soul. Yep. Pretty sure no one else has a Scratches on my soul song out or album. Uh, also the Lion's Heart EP. Lion's Heart. And by the time you're watching this, the what was that one? The next one coming out called Torn Inside. Torn Inside should be out as well. And YouTube Seven Same UKE thing. Thoughts in My Head for to see his music video. Yep. All the links will be in the description of this video. And before, while he is uh, signing the poster, I'm going to do the quote of the day. Every hey, John Green. Every podcast, I go on Twitter and look up. The quote of the day, and that's how we end it. So you just pick a color and sign your name up there. And we're going to go to Twitter. Let's see if we can find. Okay, right here. Today's quote of the day. Look for something positive in each day, even if some days you have to look a little harder. Words to live by. Let us know in the comments what that means to you. Look for something positive in each day, even if some days you have to look a little harder. Also, secondary quote of the day. If you never fail at something you love, you'll never get any better. Weird guy in a camera shop. <laughs> yeah. There's the signature. What is that? Notes. Oh. There you go. Seven nukes up on there. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for watching the third episode of the podcast. Uh, stay tuned for the fourth episode coming soon next week. And uh, we will see you then. Yep. It's been Lady.